Hi everybody, it's Daniela here between the palm trees and today I'm so excited to introduce you to a person that is going to join us for the ride in today's episode and what are we going to be talking about? Um, I think it's very interesting. Interesting, I'm sorry. Uh, I He's actually laughing in the back here. He is uh, my husband, Brian, and today's topic we are going to discuss uh, something that is like very personal to us that is like we're 100% um, the main character of the story because the topic is uh, marrying someone from another culture uh, we're just gonna put it in another culture we're not gonna specify necessarily like another religion or something like that but it's just like another culture in, in general uh, which is our case I'm from Chile like I told you at the beginning of my podcast um, born and raised there and he is from a u.s citizen he's american 100 so uh, i wanted to introduce you to ryan and then we go from there i'm so excited to share this with you guys hola that, that's the only spanish that he probably knows in the five years that we're married um so ryan can you tell us a little bit about you well i am 30 years old going on 31 in about a week not even And I'm from New Hampshire originally, Dover, New Hampshire. I moved down to Florida back in 2013, went back up to Maine, then back down to Florida, and met this lovely woman named Daniela Berish, <laughs> who at the time I believe was 27. Something that. <laughs> I think it was 27. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, we have we, we are five years apart. Yes, he is five years younger than me, so you can do the math if you know that he just told you his age. So, yes, anyway, met her on the porch, fell in love quickly, and we were married within a year, a year. yeah, married and pregnant. Yep, unexpectedly, but thank god that happened. Yes, because we love our kid. So this is basically what happened. Uh, we both, um, I like I told you at the beginning, uh, and here he comes. This is the little one. After Mommy. yes, hey, what are you Liam, doing? we're taking we're on work. We're working right now. Mommy. Yes. Um. Okay, that was like a nice um, intermediate break. <laughs> so mom, um, uh, mom, mom, life cannot wait. Um, so like we were saying, uh, I like I told you at the beginning, I am hotel manager by degree, so I moved to Key West for with a job offer. I start working in a hotel over there, and then I stopped my contract with them, and I was supposed to go back to Chile, but I never ended up going back because I got offered from another hotel, the competition. Uh, to start working there and that's when I started working and uh, I think I started working with them let's say in 2013 around August and Ryan moved down to Florida Key West and uh, when did you move like at the end of October right, just yeah. right on time for fa right after Fantasy right Fest which Whoever been in Florida and in Key West in particular knows what a fantasy fest means. If you don't know, Google it and you will be surprised. I um, he moved and then 
I was no longer working with the company. However, I was still stop, uh, stopping by and seeing my friends in the uh, place where all the foreigner employees used to live in downtown in the city. And um, that's when I met Ryan. I had my sister visiting from Chile at that time. So we stopped by and I met him and it was like not even five minutes presentation that we met and then I left and that's how we met. She was in love immediately. She was in love. You were in love immediately. He said, that's what he says. Um, no, I was dating someone else and then that person broke up with me. Like not even three weeks after that. And then me and Ryan, we start hanging out more often, right? So we start hanging out more often. He took advantage of that, on my broken heart. And we start hanging out, and then um, that was December 2013. And then in uh, April, April, you invited me to go up to Maine because he was supposed to manage a hotel back in Maine for the same owner. So I joined them for the ride, and then I came back to Key West to do my last month and then in July I moved back to Chile in 2014. So what happened after that when I left Key West in 2014 in July? What did you do? Uh, when I went up to Bar Harbor? Yeah. And when I left, remember? I worked my ass off. Yeah, but when I left to Chile, what did you do? Uh, I dropped you off at the airport to say goodbye. But I also purchased tickets believe immediately after that to fly back down in September to propose to you. So, oh my god, can you repeat that? That's the, this, that's the, the height of the story. I purchased <laughs> tickets immediately after I dropped you off at the airport. Which was July. To return her to actually go to Chile the first time in my life in September. Yeah, 14. 14. So I invited him and I said, I, we said that we cannot do long distance for sure. We both agree that we cannot have a relationship long distance. Oh, let me recap that. We ended up starting dating, but we never were really official because we knew that I was going to leave. So we knew we wanted to try to have something together and wanted to have something like a relationship, but I was leaving either way in July. So what he did when he dropped me and we said goodbye, uh, he, like he said, he bought some tickets and then he surprised me in September 2014 in Chile, which was the first time in South America, first time in Chile. He flew by himself. I didn't have to go to, he had to have a connection flight from the main city in my country to my hometown. And he actually did by himself. I didn't have to go to the main city to pick him up to that international airport. And then he, um, I introduced it to my family. He stayed with us for like 11 days, I think. You were only there for 11 days. So I have to introduce to my family. He spoke, I, I think you spoke more in more Spanish at that time than now. Obviously, because he needed to. Oh, I studied my, my butt off. So yeah. yeah, because he needs to talk to and, and interact with my family. So that's, that's what uh, happened. And then one of those days, he uh, actually, when it was towards the end of his stay, he proposed. And we will talk about that proposal in another episode because that's very interesting as well. And then he told me, like, I bought you a flight ticket to come back with me if you want to. So basically, I have to decide to move back and say yes to the engagement and to the marriage and start a new life within three days. 
So those three days I made a decision. I pack whatever I just unpacked from Key West and I pack it back again and I moved with him. I said to my parents, my parents were very supportive. My dad really respect him. Everybody respect him, but my dad gave him a lot of credit because he flew down over there and proposed when he could, he could have done it here in the US and then just bring me back. So that really won my parents' good opinion about him. And then we moved back, engaged. Obviously, I couldn't work because I was just in a different type of visa. So we started doing our immigration process. We got married in a beach ceremony in 2014, November, the second week. And then uh, we got pregnant in December. We did a wedding party celebration in February in Key West, where everybody came from New Hampshire and Chile, except for one sister that couldn't make it. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm from a big family. I have four siblings. And the oldest one couldn't make it with the hat. And at the time, she was the only one married and I had my niece, which is my goddaughter. Um, but in Ryan's size family, almost everybody made it, his friends, and then uh, some friends that we had at Key West and Key West at the moment. And that's, since then, it's been a non-stop journey. And that's what we wanted to discuss to you with you uh, about how much of an impact uh, the marriage to someone from another culture has in your daily basis routine and your daily basis struggles and your relationship, how to grow from there and everything. So that's the intro that we wanted to tell you because we wanted you to understand first that, yes, you know my accent, you know from Chile, so, but how we met and how I was never really planning on staying here. Oh, I started a family here and then since the day that we married until today, it's been it's been a, like a very hectic marriage like we have a lot of moments good bad ugly in our situations we have lost and that's in the family we had a very stressful immigration process and then my pregnancy i got really sick and then the deliveries was really hard so and a lot of things i think maybe it obviously wouldn't have happened if we would have a different uh, relationship base like maybe if we would have dated longer or maybe if we would have been from an, the same culture maybe even that thing we would have helped uh, so that's what we wanted to talk about today so I wanted to leave the mic, mic to Ryan and he can tell me from his perspective like marrying someone to from another culture and bringing into his country what is your opinion on that how have been your experience? It has been awesome. How will I laugh in the background? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love you. I love our family. Our son is just incredible. Yes, his name yes. is, oh, you know his name. His name is Liam. Um, I love your family. She has a big family. They're loving. They're uh, very accepting. Loud. They're funny. They're loud. They like to get together and eat and drink and just a great great family and Chile was awesome I've been down there now twice mm -hmm. and the first time was very nerve-wracking obviously with the proposal and not speaking the language getting lost at the airport not being there when I landed not knowing where I was but other than that I <laughs> not know where you were um, but yeah having her with me in this country now that she's been with this in this country now for a while I mean 
Yeah, Before I met you, I was already a while yeah, here, but so. married within five years. She's Americanized and she speaks English very well. She says she doesn't, but she does. But yeah, I mean, I love it and I would recommend it because the different cultures, although it can be tough at times, uh, I think the positives outweigh the negatives. Uh, but you just have to work on it like any marriage, whether it's an American American, a Chilean Chilean. Or American, Russian, American, American, yeah, and but more than the, based on the culture, how do you think it's been different for you? Like, of course, the, the obvious is the language. The obvious is that we known. I mean, Latin Hispanic people, Latin people, and world war, uh, wide world. How do you say when they're known worldwide? They're worldwide known to be very loving and welcoming and very all about family and big gatherings. That's the obvious, and it's, it's a proven fact because we are like that. But what are the other things that you you will say that are like different? That like obviously it's good. Um, that's why we're still married, and the good overcomes the bad, like you said. But what are the things that you think do you will say that are struggles? Struggles? Or like difficulties that we have to overcome, or their work we are working on overcoming because it's a constant thing. Like it's a the constant. Struggles is quite clear we come from two different lifestyles two different pasts over each over 25 years in the making because yeah. I don't think we met till we were around 25-ish so yeah. when those two worlds collide of course there's going to be differences and there'll be arguments over little things that to other people don't look like they matter but other than that I mean like any marriage there's ups there's downs we just try to make sure the ups outweigh the downs and work on our differences and just respect each other is the number one thing really for any examples yeah let's be more I don't know I can't think of anything off the top of my head yeah probably because you have several <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's a good question I, I'll, think, I'll, I'll think about it for next episode how about that no yeah. this is there's no part two on this thing yeah. you can always improvise I think the most complicated for me is like um okay so i've been traveled a lot before i met ryan right and i already been in the country for a while when when i met him so i already kind of blended with the culture a little bit but not 100 percent. but i never really noticed this noticed it until now that i'm married and then i'm a mom and then i'm far away from my family so i probably that also puts a little bit of a weight on my shoulder because i don't have that like that support like physically of course I have the support from my from people that I know that I become friends with and also Ryan's parents and grandmother but I'm like and people at work but it's like I don't know like the the, the physical like the, being able to see them on Sundays or birthdays or Christmas or even when I have an argue or when I have a bad day or when Ryan is sick of me like I can go somewhere I don't have that so that obviously puts a lot of weight on, on me and makes me a little bit more um, sad at times. But with the, when culture comes, it's because us, we are everything, we solve it through family. Everything that we have, we, could, we look for the guidance into the family and the elderly in the family, grandparents, parents, you know? Like, so your parents, and at least in my family, they always are there for me, like they always guide me. They don't get in my business because they're not like that, but they do 
tell me when I'm messing up. They do tell me when I'm acting wrong. And that obviously is up to me at the end of the day to take their opinion and their advice. But like my mom always said, like you're a parent until you die. Doesn't matter if your kid is 18 years and older. Doesn't matter if he kids, your kid is his own person. Because they, either we want it or not as, a chi- as kids, as children, we need that constant uh, reinforcement and the reassurance from the parents that we um, that we that we have someone in the worst scenario uh, and I feel like we are very family oriented and people think that that means oh just celebrate birthdays in a huge group of people all related right no family oriented is like everything is solved every uh, problem in life goes through with family so that's that's what my different with um Ryan's culture is is basically here the culture is more independent like the kids turn 18 and they're out of the house out of the parents life they just see each other in special occasions like funeral weddings things like that you know and I understand like uh, I think like and I don't know if maybe my parents in particular but they're very they allowed us very like very much to be independent ourselves like like I said they never get into our business but I, um, that's one of my biggest struggles with culture shocks. It's like they're very, very independent. Obviously, this is a general generalization. Not all the Chilean families are like mine. Not all American, or not, not all the Hispanic cultures are like that. Or not all the U.S. cultures, like, or, or not all their cultures in general, because it's not just the U.S. culture. Now I'm just talking about like here, because that's where we live. I think here people is very independent and sometimes I feel like the kids want that independence because they feel like they're entitled, but they ended up making mistakes, you know, which is not the case of Ryan because he has very good supportive parents, but the, his mindset is like very independent. I do me, I'm on my own, no. Sometimes we need that guidance because the guidance comes from experience and the only people that can experience, has the experience is the older, elderly or your pe- people in your family or even if you don't have a family, family member, maybe a, someone that you consider family because family is not necessarily blood related, right? So that's my biggest struggle like when, every, when it comes to family, when it comes to solving things. My other biggest struggle, I think I have two because there are, there are several but there are like something that I can I can deal with but the second one which maybe is a little bit related about how everybody does their own business is uh, affection that's my bigger my biggest struggle like I need constant affection and affection doesn't mean that I need my husband or and or my friend or my son all over me no I need like words of reinsurance um, quality time like I need to see that the person that is with me or that is in my family or in my circle um, really is proud of being, is proud of having me as part of their life, is proud of being part of my life, and then they embrace me for who I am and my culture and bring me up and acknowledge me. That's something that I have had a struggle here with, which I never thought I would because I'm always very, I care, obviously I care what people think, especially my close ones about me, but I'm a very independent woman. I always love to travel. I, I'm a socializer, so I have problems on making friends and things like that. But I think like the pregnancy, and that's something that we're going to talk in another episode, pregnancy has changed me and made me more emotional for sure. And I think I, I become a little bit more weak, 
uh, a little bit weaker. Like I used to be, I think I used, I think that I, I used to be stronger and I feel like now I'm more like sensitive and not that strong as I used to be or how I used to think I was. So what do you think about that? I don't know. That's my two struggles. Like people is very like, in, they, I feel like they confuse independency with individualism. And then my other struggle is like affection. What about you? You have to have something that you don't like about me. That is not me particular, but it's because of my culture. Hmm. I mean, it's not that I don't like it, but you can be very... How do I say it? Um, Without classifying it in the block? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think about a word here. Not strict. Yeah, we are strict. Well, I came from a strict family. Yeah. Are you sure, like the third one in a um, row? Um, so yeah, what was I saying? What were we saying? What were we talking about? Sorry. About the good, the good things yeah, about marrying someone. And like, how, how do you describe it? She keeps me on her, my toes and she uh, she looks out for our, our family always. I, can, I know that. So, And she's a great mother. Great wife. I don't Love do the her. cooking though. I she don't doesn't do cook. She, I mean, she can cook, but she... Doesn't. I just don't like it anymore. But I enjoy cooking, so that's no problem. So we 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 negotiate on that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just um, one thing we haven't done and we need to do more is um, travel together. Travel back and just pick out you know little times with just the two of us. Yeah, that's something that is almost impossible when you have a toddler. Dates maybe. Huh? Yeah, like when we we I know that we it's possible. We just for right now it's like being so hectic plus Ryan has a different schedule than mine so he works on the weekend mostly and that's when I'm off yes. and it's hard when you have a toddler and yeah so we want to start doing it this year 2020 has been five years I think it's like we deserve it and we're, we'll let you know how that goes but yeah I think I'm, I'm happy to uh, marry Ryan, it's been hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's, I think, affected it more because I'm a mom, so I see things differently too. I was never a crazy wild animal anyway, but uh, I don't know. I just, I just wish we will have more time together. Um, he's a good person. He's kind. He's generous. He's not uh, selfish, and he's good with Liam and he's good to me and obviously like we ne we got married so fast so we never had that time that we that honeymoon stage that we can flirt and get to know each other so we're doing that now when we have a kid a little bit older because when it's a baby it's really hard and um so i completely recommend it i think like the different cultures why attract me in the first place to move to the u.s no, because of the American dream. The reason I came to America in the first place, the first time when I came to in college, and then when I came to Key West, a couple of years back when I moved as my first job offer, um, is because it's so cosmopolitan, like it's so mixed. And then from those mix, you get new mixes. And that's what I like. 
that's what I share is in life, like people's difference and how we can learn from each other and how you can get to experience a little bit of a, another country in the same city that you live. You don't even have to go because you have a friend from Turkey, you have a friend from Morocco, you have a friend from Romania, you have a friend from Russia, you have a friend from Lithuania, you have a friend from Cuba, Puerto Rico, Ecuador, Peru, you know, so Brazil. So it's like, that's what I like about the US and that's so important because everybody brings their best. Obviously, in every culture, it's good and bad, but everybody brings the best. I hate people that is racist, honestly. I, that really, I don't understand why, because like, we, can, we can improve so much about, uh, about each other and learning from each other, so I don't know. So if you are really thinking or you know someone or you're considering to marry someone or date someone or get engaged with someone from another culture, I... 100% encourage you to do that. It's a challenge for sure, but it makes life more interesting because you always learn something different and you get to experience all the same things that you do in your daily basis, but with a little different perspective. So with that being said, we thank you for the time. I'm sorry for all the inter interruptions from our kid. Um, right now we're in quarantine because of the coronavirus situation and I'm out of work. So that's why I'm finally trying to get my podcast together. Uh, Ryan is working PM today and we have Liam in the house because there's no school. So that's why it's a little bit more complicated to, um, to do this with no interruption. But we thank you again and I'm looking forward for next episode. I hope you like this one. And sorry for our not, uh, how do you say, ex like for not being a, such a flawless podcast but um this was completely raw completely honest no guided this is, came out from our from our hearts and that's it i don't know ryan you want to say something before we finished no no i just want to say um continue listening continue tuning in hopefully this little podcast that started last week grows into the future and stay safe everyone uh we'll get